0: We join our hearts in prayer. Heavenly Father, grant us the wisdom and strength to face the spiritual battles that we face in this life. Help us to rely on your teachings and guidance that we may overcome every evil. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The text for our message this morning is taken from Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us in the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. Fellow redeemed in Christ, sometimes when wars end, Battles can continue for days and even weeks because the news of peace can take some time to reach the front lines. We all are fighting continuous battles, but the war we are in has ended. No, I didn't hear any good news on the way over here today. I'm not talking about the war in Ukraine or the war in Gaza or the war in Israel or anywhere else in our world. As a Christian, you are sent off to battle each day of your life. It's a war that you have to fight in non-stop, and you're given all you need to fight it. But it's also a war that you cannot win by yourself. And even though we continue fighting our enemies non-stop, it's a war that's already over. The Apostle Paul reminds us our battles are not to be fought with weapons of our own making. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Our text makes it clear that the weapons used in our daily battles and our spiritual ones, the weapons of our warfare, are not carnal. That means that we don't use our own intellect, our own thoughts, or our feelings in this fight. We use the word of God. The war is raging both within you and outside you. Non-stop fighting is our reality. Our lives are a constant battle against sin every breaking of God's commandments. We're bombarded with opportunities to satisfy our sinful urges that our bodies tell us need satisfying. We're tempted to give in to all our desires and to forget what God clearly tells us. We're constantly faced with challenges and struggles in our lives. Whether they're internal battles within our minds, conflicts in our relationships, or just the circumstances we find ourselves in. Those things all have the potential to destroy our eternal lives. Satan uses every weapon in his arsenal against you, doing his best to exploit your weaknesses, tempting you to turn your back on God and what he's told you. Your enemy uses every weapon at his disposal to destroy the future for everyone. And he doesn't do it to win. It's too late for that. But he wants to drag as many people as possible down with him. But you have the most important weapon of all to fight with, as we were, just saw in our hymn. We have God's word. We see various battles in our own society that are destructive, potentially, to our eternal futures. False teachers misuse the Bible, promise wealth and prosperity. If only we will follow them. And both inside and outside the Christian church behaviors in direct opposition to God's word are not only permitted but celebrated, promoted, and even protected. Marriage between male and female which God ordained is seen as outdated, closed-minded, and unimportant. Children are murdered each day in clinics and hospitals with no one there to mourn their loss. Greed and lust for power have become more important than serving others. And all of these battles cause destruction in both this world and in eternity. All of these battles won by the enemy for now are battles in a war that he's lost. The war is over. Nearly 2,000 years ago, the war ended in complete victory for Christ and his followers, an utter defeat for his enemy, Satan. When Jesus on the cross said, it is finished, the work of our salvation was complete and the war was over. But even though he has no hope of winning, Satan continues to lure many into his army of darkness, destroying their souls and using them to further his goal of destroying many more, taking them to eternal destruction with him in hell. But make no mistake, those battles must be fought. We're reminded in Ephesians, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. As Christians, we don't fight Satan and his perversions of the truth out of hatred, but out of love. It's love for souls that cause a Christian to stand up for the truth. What good will it do for someone to become wealthy in this life, but lose eternity? What good will it do for a couple to unite outside of God-ordained marriage? What good will money and power bring on the day Jesus returns? Jesus himself answers those questions. He said, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet forfeit his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? In fact, whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation The Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. The greatest battles in this life are for the souls of all people. The battles for those souls rage on, but the war is over and peace has been declared between God and man. The war is over, but the battles linger. As Christians, saved by God's grace through faith, we can focus not only on the fighting, but on the victory. God continues to grant everyone a time of grace, to leave behind sin, to repent and turn to trust in him. And we want all people to know the truth and to share in Christ's victory. All people are conceived and born in sin and in need of a Savior. And Jesus is that Savior, As we're told, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And his desire is that all people trust in him alone for their eternal future, leaving behind the things of this world and the temptations of the enemy, leaving behind eternal punishment and clinging to the promise of eternal life. When we see and hear of persecutions, when false teachers continue to gain prominence, when sins are openly celebrated, when the slaughter of the unborn continues unabated, when we see greed elevated to a position of honor, when society seems to be crumbling around us, then listen to the promise of God. The Lord will rescue me from every evil work and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. The war is over. Jesus won. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Please rise as we join our hearts in prayer. We pray, Almighty Father, your Son came into this world to destroy the works of Satan and to make us your children and heirs of everlasting life. We give thanks to you for our redemption and for your promise to lead us into all truth. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated as we join in singing the last two verses of our hymn.